0: Welcome to the Deeper Dive podcast. Each week, we take a deeper look at the text we covered in worship on Sunday. and We do that by discussing things like historical settings, literary contexts, the way others before us have read the text, and our reflective approach to reading that same text. Well Today on the podcast, we're uh, continuing on in our Unafraid uh, series and uh, looking at um, well, probably a little bit of uh, John, I would I would assume, and uh, some other other texts uh, from there. <laughs> As well, all kinds of things got uh, hit the cutting room floor. Probably this week, I would I would assume
1: it did. Yeah, there was a lot that hit the cutting room floor this week. I um I um as I was thinking about this piece of uh, from John, I my hope and prayer is that you'll uh, all as, as I have been doing now for several weeks pause. And just asking uh, myself this question, whatever it is that I'm praying about, whether it's for a circumstance, a situation, a person, uh, listening to the words of Jesus there when He says, uh, do you want to be healed, uh, thinking, how do I want this to to play out? Do I want this to play out? Uh, and if it doesn't play out the way I think it should play out, do I even want you to get in the middle of it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, And so I just continue to wrestle with that. I find myself at times when I come across a thought like that, uh, that for weeks afterwards I will continue to, uh, in some manner or form, uh, ask that question, uh, have that thought filter what's going on. And so I, I anticipate that not only have not only from the last several weeks but also in the coming weeks i'll be pondering some form or version uh do you want to be healed and so i hope that's helpful to you i think that's uh uh, we got caught up or at least a lot of time i got caught up in the miracle that happened there rather than this whole side conversation of what was going on right um and again this whole awareness um which uh, it's been a long time since I've been in seminary. This whole uh, reacquaintance with uh, the uh, Greek god that was literally worshipped in that area, and probably uh, they believed that may have been one of his angels who stirred those waters rather than Jehovah God's angels. I don't know that. I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wish John there were places <laughs> I wish John would have added a little bit more to the story. Sure anyway, I think that's good stuff. The other thing I wanted to get to today that really got on the cutting room floor, you found it I think in your bulletins yesterday morning but I didn't even be- get close to beginning to touch on that. And that was this whole thing of uh, fear of missing out. Um, Adam Adam Hamilton used uh, letters uh, FOMO fear of missing out and FOBO fear of a better offer. Uh, and as I have... Uh, as I have been for now, sometime pondering those, I think about uh, is that what causes us sometimes indecision? Uh, and then I go on to think about well, what uh, as we think about the fear of missing out. So I had a friend. Well, he's still my friend, and they're still married. But when he was um, when he was pondering whom he might marry. And seeking god 's face, I know one of his fears was that uh, he might marry her and then find somebody better down the road <laughs> and i I just uh, uh, all kinds of problems
0: with that uh, isn't uh, I,
1: and uh, i mean he 's a very delineated, deliberate person, uh, but when I heard that i just I, I was speechless. I did not hardly know how to respond to that. Uh, fear of a better offer. What his really thought was when he got honest about it was um, the person that he married was a very beautiful young lady, and he thought, well, what if I come across somebody who's even more beautiful than this? And so I'm glad things have worked out for them, but that fear of a better offer, oh my. As I was thinking about that, I went back to um, the book of Ecclesiastes. And there in chapter 2, let me just read you a couple verses of Scripture. I know Isaac taught on the book of Ecclesiastes here a year ago, something so. like that. Mm-hmm. But here in the second chapter, it says this, it says, I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart, my heart took delight in all my labor, and this was the reward for all my toil. Yet when I surveyed all that that my hands had done and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind, and nothing was gained under the sun. It goes on down here in verse 13, I saw that wisdom is better than folly, just as light is better than darkness. The wise eyes have their heads while the fool walks in the darkness. But I came to realize that the same fate overtakes them both. And so as I was uh, 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 thinking about uh, fears of uh, uh, of missing out, I, I don't know that that's been something I have a deep relationship to. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I kind of function on. I take each day for what it is and for the gift that it is. And have uh, oh, there have been times when the I would have, could have, should have has hit, but the fear of missing out has never been a paralyzing fear for me to the right. point that I didn't make a decision anyway.
0: Right, and what's you know really great about that uh, that passage in Ecclesiastes is the teacher, uh, at least appears to have almost unlimited resources at his disposal. So you know like any good kind of curious person he's 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 saying well let me just go let me not miss out on anything let's mm-hmm. see if there's anything to uh miss out on if you have unlimited resources which is something that none of us do but we always uh, kind of fantasize about that and think yeah. if i only had uh more money more time more um you know opportunities. Uh, then I could do this. And so what? What the teacher does in Ecclesiastes is say, "Well, I'm going to chase down all those paths for you," um, and he and he does, and he gets to the end of it, and he says, "You know what? You're not missing anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's there is no greener grass over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same grass."
1: You yeah. Know? You know, I think back um, on the couples have <clears throat> the couples I've counseled with over the years. Um, who, one of them thought that the grass was greener in, in somebody else's pasture, mm-hmm. uh, and the number of folks who have come back later and said, "I wish I had never done that." Yeah. And the interesting, and I don't have the, uh, I don't have the data in front of me, but the it's it's a high percentage of folks who divorce that come back together and get remarried later on when they have uh, realized that that. Pasture wasn't nearly as green right. uh, as they thought it was, and so um, I just uh, again, as I think about what Jesus does for us, uh, for me, the question I want to ask Him is what What is it that uh, What is that that you think you're going to miss, uh, right. and uh, uh, what is it that uh, that uh, we don't want to miss? Right, and and and, and that's. I fear sometimes that at least in the United States that is a driving factor and our push to make more money at any cost mm-hmm. our push to uh, manipulate somebody to get what we want for them um, thinking that something is always better than where we are right now and i I certainly am not one who says her uh, whatever say don't work harder right. don't don't give up. Don't sell yourself short. Mm-hmm. But I think this drive for more is a consuming drive, and I think in many ways there's lots of things that are affecting our country. But that cons- that consuming drive to have more stuff is just eating our lunch. Uh, it's eating our families. Um, it's eating. Um, it's eating. Yeah, it's eating our health. You know, I was talking. A little bit earlier yesterday morning, about sometimes the health issues we have really are related to the stress that we put ourselves under. Mm-hmm. Um, and thinking to myself, you know, uh, and, and I'm probably as attracted to that as anybody is, just because of my personality. That type A personality right. seems to that seems to feed into it. But I was I'm grateful that uh, some years ago I uh, I decided that. Uh, what uh, God called me to do was not going to be the most lucrative, maybe uh, financially, but was able to see the vision that it was going to bring me uh, more joy and peace than any of the other stuff. I've mm-hmm. had lots of stuff pass through my fingers. Sure. But there's nothing like that relationship with Jesus.
0: No, and, you know, um, I mean, there are several kind of versions of this story in Ecclesiastes, but it's essentially the story or the the parable of um, – uh, someone works really hard and works um, long hours and and really strives and gets a whole bunch of things and then um, when they die, somebody who hasn't worked as hard gets them. So it's not even it's a double it's 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 doubly troubling for them because not only do they not get to enjoy it while they have it or take it with them. But they get the added insult of someone who didn't work like they did getting the stuff that they got. Which you know, mm-hmm. which is really if if you um if you were super, you know, meritocritous, if you were if you were very much a person like you get what you work for, you get what you deserve. Um, you know, there's no such thing as a free lunch. If you want to be successful, that's all dependent on you. If you buy into that hundred percent, then it is really, it's terrible to know that something that you worked for goes to someone that didn't work as hard as you. Right. And, uh, you know what the teacher in Ecclesiastes is saying is like, that is, that is how it works. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, don't get too caught up in amassing those things because you're going to find Uh, what you're waiting for doesn't come, and then you'll miss what's right in front of you uh, in the moment, which is that continual theme in Ecclesiastes, which is, uh, you know, the things that are right in front of you are the things that are here right now. Those are the things to be uh, enjoyed and and, uh, cherished because Everything is smoke in a sense. It's mm-hmm. this. It's it's a vapor. It's you know. It's sometimes translated as meaningless, but it's here and then it's gone. There's not a. You don't get the opportunity to put it in the bank and enjoy it later. Right. I'm not saying don't save for retirement. Don't <laughs> don't hear me <laughs> that. Don't hear me say that. But uh, but it's that kind of. Uh, I'm saving this for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. You know, while you, while the raindrop is hitting you in the face. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that kind
1: of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. A long time ago, I was. Uh, of course, I've I've been one of those driven people. That's just in my DNA. Uh, and so uh, there, there's an old Mac Davis song that says, "Stop and smell the roses along the way." I've actually sung that song a number of times, but one day I was driving through Indiana and coming back from a meeting I was at, headed home, had a lot to do, and I took the wrong turn. And I ended up on one of those Indiana back roads for hours trying to mm-hmm. figure out how to get out of there. And in that moment, God taught me to moment to to stop and to, to enjoy that moment. Because driving through the trees and driving down that uh, blacktop two-lane road, there was a peace and tranquility there that was not a part of my life experience right. at that moment. Yeah. And um, those things um, – those things sometimes those lessons come to us easy. Sometimes they come to us hard. Uh, but I, I've learned how to appreciate the moment. You know, we talk about a day off. I've I've learned how to take ten minutes off. I've learned how to take a Sabbath, a ten minute Sabbath throughout the week if that's what's right. available.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good way to say it. Is to is to recognize that um, uh, those moments of. Uh, of Sabbath, of, of peace, of, of rest are... Um, they're baked into all sorts of more frequent rhythms than just a seventh day mm-hmm. uh, kind of uh, rhythm that they... When you, when you look at the Old Testament, there's a, there's a rhythm to the day that also echoes that uh, work and appreciate. Sometimes it's not even rest. Sometimes it's just an appreciation of mm-hmm. the work that you're doing mm-hmm. uh, while you're still doing it that that can be. Or right? at least I think that's what Jesus um, points us to in the New Testament that says it's not about, and you, you mentioned this a little bit in the sermon, that it's not about the, uh, the rule you know, per se, of what can you do, what kind of work can you do or not do. But are you appreciating the work that's been done or that is ongoing? You know, right now, did mm-hmm. you appreciate the meal that was prepared earlier? You know, before the Sabbath, um, did you appreciate the the rejuvenation, back to life of this person who is who is healed and you know his journey from one place to another with carrying his mat? You know, you know, there's um. Again, it's not about the rules. Um, It's about uh, the appreciation
1: of what God is doing right now in the middle of that. That's one of the things that I think disappointed me because I've been in some manner of leadership since I was in junior high in the church. and what what broke my heart when I read this story again with a different set of lenses was that the uh, the the ones who were supposed to be the spiritual leaders of the day didn't celebrate that this man who was paralyzed could now walk. Nope. All they wanted to do was to get after him for breaking one of the rules, frankly mm-hmm. that they had created. Right. and so. Anyway, I just, uh, friends, I hope today that uh, maybe you'll uh, find a moment. Uh, maybe you won't have to get lost on an Indiana back road, but maybe you can drive down the road here in town or find a spot in your house where, from a moment, you can say, I can experience God's peace today and, and find that. Yeah. All right. Well, our time uh, for today is. Uh coming to a close
0: but we're glad that you joined us today and you can uh get in contact if you have any questions or comments uh, facebook email all those places and uh i think that's it so we're a little we've got some uh, upcoming surgeries and all kinds of things for the razy family so not quite sure of the schedule upcoming so we'll see you sometime <laughs> but until then grace and peace